God, family, funds. So if it's not really any of those three things, then I really don't have time for it. You know, and it's mainly because now I actually have to provide a life for another person. Um, I mean, my wife, she does she does her thing. She's she does her her own thing and she's got her own money and all that good stuff. But when it comes to being able to provide and make sure that our daughter is good, that's like probably the biggest focus. Welcome to the Fatherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Jamar Hudson, and you're in the fatherhood. As a new member of the hood, my goal is to use this podcast as a platform to talk about my journey as a new father, part therapeutic, part informative, part educational. My goal is to talk about everything, from adjusting to getting no sleep, to changing diapers, to just hoping I get everything right. This podcast will be a space to share with you the joys, challenges, and fears of being a first-time father. So, so how y'all been managing during the coronavirus, man? How's that been going for y'all? Uh, it's been going all right. You know, since my my work schedule is a little more flexible. So, um, you know, like during the daytime, I'll, I'll take Ari out and I'll kind of like try to teach her ABCs, one, two, threes, play with her, do a ton of Baby Shark and other little mm-hmm. songs. Her her song is Baby Shark. Though. That that is her thing, man. Like, yeah. I don't know what it is that memor- mesmerizes children, but that is it, man. But um, yeah, man. Outside of that, you know, it's just taking, like you said, taking a, de- a day at a time and uh, just trying to get stuff done and be productive here and there, creative and productive. Sounds good, man. You're doing you're doing a great job of that. So before we get too too deep into our conversation, Joe, just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, man. All right. Well, yeah. Um, my name is Joseph Walters. I'm originally from uh, Mitchellville, Maryland. Graduated from Hampton University, class of 2000. Should have been four, but it's class of 2005. <laughs> I still I, I still QT. Yeah, I still rep QT five. Um, I majored in broadcast journalism. And now my wife and I own a production company in Virginia Beach. So uh, we do a lot of work with uh, nonprofits. I've worked with Pharrell. We did something in the water, uh, the the National African American uh, Museum of History. Um, we we've done a whole lot of work with a whole lot of people, man. And we're just looking to uh, to keep it going. Awesome, man. We're definitely all proud of the work you and Stephanie are doing. And of course, for the purposes of this podcast, man, you you are also a father. So tell us about your daughter. So yeah, uh, back in January, January 3rd at 1 p.m. 2019, uh, <laughs> baby Aria blessed us as she arrived into the world. And, um, you know, ever since, ever since she's been here, she's just been like one of the biggest bundles of joy that you could ever have in your life. Um, she's definitely full of energy. She's at the stage now where she's, you know, talking a lot or at least trying to talk, but she's definitely on a move. So, you know, I've been burning a lot of LBs, no, 
you know, just sitting around <laughs> at home eating bonbons and watching TV. You got to chase the little one, the little one around. So, um, you know, she she's full of energy, but she's she's really just a a really sweet, really kind girl. And uh, you know, I I just hope that she stays like that throughout her entire life. Yeah, man, that's awesome. And our kids are about two months or so apart, and we've been able to to grow together as not only husbands but as fathers. So it's been really really neat to kind of watch both of us, you know, grow into this new role we have. But one question I always ask all my guests, Joe, is um, what does being a father mean to you? Oh man, uh, being a father to me. It means being the the first male uh, that your child will ever know. You know, uh, it it means setting an example of what men should be. Um, it means being being caring, but also being an enforcer, uh, a disciplinarian, a provider, a comforter. Uh, you know, it, it just means, it means being a dad, <laughs> you know, like, uh, that's, that's pretty much all I got, man. It's, it's, I can't even really put it into words what it means. It's, it's just, uh, a, an honor to be called a dad and be able to be an example and a role model for such a young person. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of role models, man, who did you, you know, pattern your approach to fatherhood, you know, after who did you want to, to be like, what, what, what male role model in your life would you say, Hey, when I become a father, when Arya gets here, this is who I want to be like. Actually, I'd probably say my dad and my granddad, man. Um, so my, my dad was in the Marines for 22 years. So, you know, he was, he was always very uh, strict and disciplined, yet he knew how to give you words of encouragement and guidance. And my granddad, God bless his soul, he's going to be 100 in February, next February. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always just been a wealth of creative wisdom and knowledge. So yeah. if you couple those two together, that is exactly what I want to be for Aria. I want to be uh, a, not a super strict disciplinarian. Like I am a cool dad. Like I, I, let, her, yeah. I let her stay up after bedtime. You know, I might sneak her a little bit of ice cream or a cookie or something, you know. But um, I do want her to have a sense of uh, a sense of discipline so that she can put her mind to something, decide that she wants to do something and then stick to it instead of, you know, kind of letting things fall by the wayside, you know, uh, teach her about perseverance and things of that nature. But at the same time, I also want to be able to give her all types of creative wisdom and and experiential wisdom that I've learned throughout life uh, that she'll be able to take along with her through her journey in life. For for our listeners' perspective, you know, I've known you uh, going on 20 years. I've seen you, you know, going back to college days and now uh, where you are at this stage of life. So, but I'm curious, in, from your perspective, how has fatherhood changed you personally? Um, I think fatherhood has definitely. I don't want to say it's calmed me down, um, even though it probably has a little bit. Uh, it's made me think more. You know, I, I. It's made me always question what I'm going to do before I do it, what I'm going to say before I say it, whereas 
before, I would not take as long to respond or to do certain things, if that if that makes sense. Um, yeah. It, it just, it, it makes you think about somebody else before you do what it is that you're going to do. So I would, I would probably say that's, that's been the biggest change for me in fatherhood. And then just, you know, being, being conscious of those decisions and how they're going to impact me uh, going forward, you know? So has that, or, you know, has it been hard for you or does it present a challenge for you? And I'm sure, you know, it's a, a constant evolution you have to go through. I don't think it necessarily presents a challenge. Um, I'm at a stage now where, you know, the the three things that I'm worried about are uh, family, funds, and God, not particularly in mm-hmm. that order, you know, because um, obviously God goes first. But God, family, funds. So if it's not really any of those three things, then I really don't have time for it, you know, and it's mainly because now I actually have to provide a life for another person. Um, I mean, my wife, she does, she does her thing. She's, she does her, her own thing and she's got her own money and all that good stuff. But when it comes to being able to provide and make sure that our daughter is good, that's like probably the biggest focus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and having a daughter presents another challenge um, for you, Joe, um, not necessarily now, but you know, once she gets older, uh, have you thought about how are you going to approach that um, from a fatherhood perspective, having a, a, a young girl who will eventually grow into a young woman and some things that she may be faced with as she gets older? Man, you know, I've thought about it and it's something that I honestly hate thinking about just because I look at things that are going on now um, and things that you see in the media and, you know, just, you know, just shoot things that I've seen and, and been a part of in my past, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just, just in how uh, I've seen men treat women, you know, and it's, it's one of those things where you think about it and you're like, bro, now that I have a daughter, this situation could have went this way. Yeah. This could have been done differently. And I hope and pray to God that this same thing doesn't happen to Arya. Cause if it does, daddy going to jail, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, um, it's, it, it, it comes across my mind and I do think about it, but I try my best just to remain optimistic when it comes to thinking about her future. Um, and you know, when she gets to a certain age, I'm definitely going to sit down and have a conversation with her about, you know, boys, you know, let's talk about boys and, you know, what this might mean and how they might act if this happens and what to do if a, if a guy does this or something like that, you know? Um, so I, I have a few more years before I actually have to think about what I'm going to say, but, uh, definitely, I definitely do think about it and I hate thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Joe, the, the, the main reason I wanted to, to have you on, um, the theme of this episode, so to speak, is to talk about fatherhood and entrepreneurship and, and you and your wife are, are owners of a successful, uh, media company. So I guess the first question I'll have to you on that topic is how does being a business owner slash entrepreneur, how has that affected, um, your approach to fatherhood? Oh man. So it, it definitely makes you prioritize, um, prioritize life differently. 
before Arya was here, you know, there was an urgency to be successful. But now that she's here and she's eating and living and breathing, there's an absolute urgency to not fail at anything that we do. Even though, you know, we might make mistakes here and there along the path to success, we we don't have the luxury of being able to keep continuously fail forward. Um, I think in the beginning stages of our company, you know, oh, we we tried this, it didn't work. Okay, we fall, we fell forward, and you know, it's cool because we have a little bit of time. But man, as soon as Steph said I'm pregnant, it was like, oh snap! Mm-hmm. All right, so now now we change the game, playing on rookie to we playing on all Madden, and we playing against the all Madden team with like Bo Jackson and John Elway and all the greats. Yeah. And I got a I got a squad full of rookies. I'm playing with the Washington Redskins and we playing against an all Madden team. That's what that's what life automatically turned to. So, you know, I had to I had to refocus and get my stuff together. You know, I had to I had to make sure everything with the business was fine. I had to make sure that even though I wasn't I, I even though I was a now an a full time entrepreneur, that money was always still coming in. Because yeah. at, at that particular time, um, you know, we had we had Obamacare. And as much as I loved Obama, that Obamacare was not popping. It mm-hmm. was super, super expensive for us. You know, it was almost like paying a, a whole nother mortgage for health insurance. Yeah. So, you know, fast forward to now, we're in a much <clears throat> excuse me, we're in a much better position. Um, and we have we have great health care now, you know. Uh, but back then it was it was literally an urgency because of kind of because of uh, business wasn't going as well as we wanted and then having to, you know, deal with healthcare. Yeah. So and this is not a you know situation where one of you is an entrepreneur and the other um were some quote unquote nine to five. I mean both of you all are in this together as business partners. So, you know, did the uncertain or does the uncertainty of of entrepreneurship with its ups and downs, like you mentioned that you experienced early on, um, does that concern you? How do you deal with that? So here's here's the cool thing about owning a production company. You're allowed to be as creative as you want, right? Um, so you kind of eat based off based off of either your creativity or the quality of your work that you've done for others. And because our quality is, you know, we, we got a good product, we produce a good a, a good product. And then we also have cosigns of our clientele list. You know, in the beginning, I may have worried. Now, I'm not worried, you know? Whereas before, I may have been like, I gotta take every single project that comes my way, no matter if I wanna do it or not. Now I'm at a point where I can see a project and it can have five five numerals on it. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, that's not for me. I'm good. I'll refer you to somebody else. Like I, I'm quick to protect the piece and send somebody to somebody else just because I already know there's probably going to be something else that's going to come down the pipeline or we already have something that we're working on and we don't have time to actually stop what we're doing to work on what it is that you're trying to do at this particular point. 
So um, it doesn't, it's not really too much of a concern to me now as it used to be before. Right, right. So how do you think or how do you hope the example that you and, and Stephanie are setting in terms of ownership and creating your own brand, how do you hope that will benefit Ari as she grows up and, and chooses her, her path in life? Um, I want her to see that regardless of what is shown in the media, um, what people may say to her, uh, what people may think about her, that she had two parents that knew what they were worth, went after their goals, and, you know, by their measures, succeed in their goals. So if we can do it, then she can do it. Um, you know, and every she, she might need some guidance, some guidance at the end of the day. But long story short, she'll be able to do whatever she wants to do. Um, you know, our 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 counterparts, they've been doing it for years where mommy and daddy will, you know, set up a business and then all of a sudden, the kids, when they get of age, they're running the business. And then when they have kids, their kids come along and they're running a the business. And they got that generational wealth thing going. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what we're doing with Ari is the same exact thing. We're setting up her future so that when she becomes of age, if this is what she chooses to do, she can continue the family business, continue running the Redelling Group. Yeah, you, you actually threw you threw the if in there. Um, and I was going to ask you: is is that the the hope or the desire that she may come become the next on air talent or the next you know producer in the family? Uh, you know, I I hope so. Um, whenever she sees me sitting down editing and I got cameras out, you know, she'll come sit on my lap and watch me edit, and she'll she'll pick up a camera and she's like, "Mama," you know, that she doesn't say camera very well mm-hmm. yet, but at least she knows what it is that she's picking up and and kind of what it does too because even with uh, with a with a phone she knows how to you know look at the phone and say cheese this is a camera so we take pictures or we're doing a video so um you know hopefully down the line it's something that she picks up i feel like she has that creative trait in her uh so you know we'll see at the end of the day i want her to do what makes her happy so i'm not going to force it on her but, you know, I, I really, really, really hope that uh, this is something that she wants to pick up. Yeah, yeah. The voice you hear today on the Fatherhood Podcast is Joseph Walters, uh, owner of the Riddellen Group, um, longtime friend of mine, classmate at Hampton University. So, Joe, with, with the, the the schedule, the unconventional, so to speak, schedule that, that um, comes with being an entrepreneur and a, a business owner, how do you make time for that work-life balance that, that is so um, – such a buzzword uh, in in everyday life for for the nine to five. How do you all make time for you know personal time, marriage time, in in addition to your role as a father? Man, it's that's probably one of the hardest things to do. It sounds like it might be easy because hey, work from home, mm-hmm. but that is probably one of the most difficult things to do because you always have something to do when you work from home. Uh, especially when you, you know, are trying to run a business and now we got interns. So you're trying to manage your interns. You're trying to get your work done. You're trying to spend time with the family. So, um, what, what I've tried to make it a point to do is, Hey, you know what? Six o'clock is here. I've been doing work since about six, seven o'clock in the morning. Let me shut this down. 
and hang out. At least we can all have dinner together. Mm-hmm. You know, we can all sit down and and hang out and, you know, watch a movie together or something like that. Um, it doesn't always go like that. Uh, but, you know, trying to trying to make sure that you mentally schedule time for your family is something that that I try to do. Uh, you know, if I take a break during the day, I'll take Aria to the to the park with Steph. And, you know, we'll spend maybe like 30, 45 minutes there just to, you know, kind of get out the house, get some fresh air and and just play, you know, um, make sure that we stay in healthy and active in that way. But, um, yeah, man, it's it's hard trying to trying to juggle that schedule, you know, because even outside of the business, everybody has to have, you know, a couple different streams of income. Mine's just it just so happens to be trading. So I spend hours and hours and hours looking at charts, uh, sitting in on trainings, talking to a couple of guys that I trade with about different strategies that we're going to use. And then it comes to actual trade. And since I'm kind of new into it, the very first thing that you start doing when you get into it, you sit and you literally watch a trade happen for hours. I don't know why I do this. Everybody does it. I don't know why. But once you put that money in and you just want to watch it to see what happens. So, you know, it's I think it's pretty cool to 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 see profits being made on on money. Uh, but it's literally probably the one of the most tiring things that I do. So, hmm. yeah. Um, but. You know, just scheduling time, man. Good, good, good. We all, we all can, uh, can uh, do better in time management. This is challenge when you have to balance work and kids, but it's it's definitely important to um to do. Switching gears a little bit, Joe struggles as as a father. What what have you struggled with in the little over a year, year and a half now that you've you've been a, that you've been a dad? <sighs> struggles. Um, man, that's a good question. What have I struggled with? I think, honestly and ironically, uh, man, time management has probably been one of the biggest struggles uh, because, you know, we spend so much time trying to make money. <clears throat> I always feel like I'm not spending enough time with my daughter, um, even though she's always in the house. Like, hmm. she'll run up to me. If I'm in the middle of doing something, she'll run up to me and you know, start pulling on me. And it's like, you know, all right, hold on. Daddy will play with you in a second. I, I'll be there in a second. Hold on. You know, go play uh, with your toys or something. So it's it's almost like I feel like I'm being a little dismissive uh, of what she's trying to do and what of her wants and needs uh, for attention. But at the same time, I don't want to feel like I'm super spoiling her every single time she comes over. I stop right. what I'm doing, you know? Um, so that has been sort of kind of a struggle for me. And then uh, I guess just trying to trying to make time where it's just me and Steph. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I feel like I don't want to, you know, send Aria to her grandma's house because it's like, yeah, this is my child. We should be able to do whatever we feel like with our child. You know, right. so I, I'm, I, know, I understand that having alone time with your spouse is equally as important as it is spending time together as an entire family. So um, I know that's that's one thing that I struggle with for sure. So yeah, those those are probably the two biggest struggles that I've I've had in the last year and a half. 
Um, I know most people would probably say, oh, man, my sleep pattern is all jacked up. I can't get sleep. I'm tired all the time. That really doesn't bother me. Um, so, yeah. 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 Yeah, as the head of the household, man, um, kind of to that point about sleep and being an entrepreneur, how do you allow yourself to relax and take some time off when you're dependent on getting getting work for, for your company to provide um, for your family as a father? Do you allow yourself to, to take a break from time to time? My breaks happen on the weekends sometimes, uh, mainly Sundays. Uh, Saturday, if, if I have a project that I'm working on, um, then, you know, I, I'm, I'm out filming, but Sundays are normally, normally the rest, the real rest days. Saturdays, if I don't have anything to do, then that's rest day, but normally it's on Sunday, yeah. you know, go, go to the beach, hang out, relax, spend a couple hours out there just sitting by the water and not doing anything, thinking about anything, just, you know, just being. So, yeah. you know, um, but yeah, that's, that's how I relax. That's awesome, man. A couple more questions for you, Joe, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up. What, what advice would you give to a dad who, who may be an entrepreneur and who is thinking about becoming a father or um, is already a father and, you know, is not satisfied with how his nine to five is going and wants to, you know, kind of start his own thing? Would it, and maybe they, in both situations, they have reservations about, um, entrepreneurship um, with their with their responsibility uh, of being a father. What advice would you give that dad? So I spent 10 and a half years in corporate America. And in that 10 and a half years, this is what I learned. You are the only person that is going to look out for paying you. I made so much money toward the latter part of my time in corporate America that every time I made the, the, the company a lot of money, they would come back and say, hey, we're changing up the payment plan, which is in turn affecting my pay. So I had always been involved in media. And, you know, I even before me and Steph started dating, we had already been working together in media. So, you know, for us to, to go ahead and start a media company, that was kind of a no brainer. But I legit got to a point in my mind where it was the, the the age old adage of if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. And that's like the definition of insanity. Mm-hmm. So I was literally insane. And one day I just got it in me to, uh, to, to turn in my, my two week notice, like, yo, I'm, I'm out. Take me out. I'm good. I'm, I've done my 10 and a half years. I've learned a ton about business. I appreciate you. I got my money, but I'm going to start my business and I bet on myself. So, you know, betting on yourself is the most profitable thing that you could probably do because in the span of, I want to say maybe four years, I went from the six figures I was making at in corporate America to now make that for myself mm-hmm. you know obviously in between that time the first two years i ain't on front there was a dip <laughs> in yeah. the lifestyle yeah. <laughs> there yeah. was a huge dip in your lifestyle in the lifestyle but it was a necessary sacrifice to be able to make it to where we are today you know and as long as 
anybody is willing to put in the work, sacrifice luxuries uh, for, you know, an, an extended period of time, depending on how quickly and, and how uh, successfully you're able to ramp your company, then, you know, it's it's kind of a no brainer. You, you can, Anybody can do it. And I encourage every and anybody to start a business. I would not encourage you to start the business and then leave your job and try to get married all at the same time, though. <laughs> Gotta not do that. That was that was super insane. Um, but yeah, I, I encourage everybody to, you know, just if if you're gonna do it, plan it out, stick to your plan and make the move. Well, man, you you are definitely a, an example of of how to do it the right way and it's so far as working out for you, man, and I uh, wish you all the best moving forward for your for you and Stephanie and Aria, man. Uh, before I let you go, though, Joe, let people know how they can be get in touch with you, where they can see your work. Um, just just let people know how they can contact you. Um, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Mr. J Walters. That's M R J W A L T E R S, um, or you can look up the Redellen Group. Uh, it's going to be on Instagram at Redellen, R-E-D-E-L-Y-N-N group. Um, you can find us there or, or you can just, you know, search for us on Facebook as well. So, yeah, man. Great, man. Well, I appreciate you joining me on the Fatherhood Podcast. Ah, I appreciate you for having me, Jamar. Thank you. I want to thank my man Joseph Walters for joining me on the podcast today. And as always, thank you for listening. You can find the Fatherhood Podcast on all major streaming platforms, including iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Be sure to like the Fatherhood Podcast page on Facebook and follow the Fatherhood Podcast on Instagram. If you like what you heard today and other episodes, be sure to rate and review uh, the podcast on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Jamar Hudson, and this is the Fatherhood Podcast.